you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's story is Shunammite Woman. Elisha traveled to a town called Shunam. A prominent woman provided a meal for him. She then gave him an invitation to eat at their home whenever he was in their town. Sometime later, the woman said to her husband, The man who comes here is a holy man. Let's make a small room for him upstairs. We'll provide a bed, table, chair, and a lamp. He can stay there whenever he comes to our city. They prepared the room, and Elisha used it whenever he was in Shunem. One day, the prophet stopped at the home and went up to his room. He said to Gehazi, his servant, The Shunemite woman has done all of this for us. Go ask her what I can do for her. Possibly she would like me to speak to the king for her, or a commander of the army. Gehazi went and talked to her, but she said that her family provided for all her needs. Elisha then asked his servant, Do you have any ideas of what we can do for her? Well, she doesn't have a son, and her husband is old. Elisha said, Tell her to come and stand in the doorway. The woman went up the stairs and stood in the doorway of the prophet's room. He said to her, This time next year you'll have a son. She begged him, Oh, man of God, don't tell me that unless it's true. A year later, she gave birth to a baby boy just as Elisha had promised. The child grew and in time was old enough to help his father with the harvest. One day in the field, he complained of a severe headache. His father told a servant to take the boy to his mother. The servant took him there, and she held her son on her lap. Still, he died around noon. She took him up to Elisha's room and laid him in the prophet's bed. She then sent a message to her husband. Please send me a donkey and a servant. I need to hurry and go see the man of God. I'll come back as fast as I can. The husband agreed and sent her a donkey and a servant. She said to the servant, Take me to the man of God at Mount Carmel. Don't slow down unless I tell you. Elisha saw her coming from a distance, but the Lord didn't tell him why she was coming. He sent Gehazi to ask why, but she wouldn't tell him. When she got to the prophet, she ran up, fell down, and grabbed his feet. Gehazi started to pull her away, but the prophet said, Don't! She's deeply troubled, and God still hasn't told me why. The woman looked up and yelled, I told you not to tell me I'd have a son unless it was true. The prophet turned to Gehazi. Run back to her house. Don't talk to anyone along the way. Take this staff and place it on the boy's face. Gehazi took the staff and left. Elisha then told the woman that she and her servant could go home. She said, Listen to me carefully. As sure as God is alive and as sure as you're alive, I'm not leaving you until my son is alive. So Elisha went with them to her house. Gehazi got there first and placed the staff on the boy's face. Nothing happened. When Elisha arrived, he went into the room alone and locked the door. He prayed to the Lord and then went over and stretched out over the boy's body with his eyes over the boy's eyes, his mouth over the boy's mouth, and his hands over the boy's hands. Soon the boy's flesh became warm once again. 
but he didn't start breathing. The prophet got up and paced back and forth. Then he once again stretched out over the boy's body. Suddenly the boy sneezed, and then he sneezed again, and then he sneezed again. He sneezed a total of seven times. After that, the boy opened his eyes and looked at the prophet. Elisha got up and called to Gehazi, Go and get the Shunammite woman. When she came into the room, the prophet said, Pick up your son. Without saying a word, she knelt at the feet of the man of God. She then picked up her son and left. Please let us make a small upper room on the wall, and let us put a bed for him there, and a table, and a chair, and a lampstand. So it will be, whenever he comes to us, he can turn in there. That is 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 10. As a man or woman of God, do you have a closet or a spare room in which you pray? Do you plead with God to raise up laborers as you have been commanded to do? I'm going to read Luke 10.2 to you as well. Then he said to them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. This is perhaps the most neglected command in Scripture. If we do not seek the lost, the last thing we're going to pray for is for someone else to do it. So the enemy gets a double victory. Not only is there a shortage of laborers, but there's also a shortage of people praying for the laborers. I don't know who first said it or who I, where I first read it or heard it, but when it comes to evangelism, having a heart for the lost is crucial. And that's not just an intellectual statement. We must truly be in pain for the lost. We must truly want the lost to be saved. It's kind of difficult to go through the motions of sharing the gospel. I mean, let's face it, it can be difficult to share the gospel and evangelize with people that we know and love and are comfortable with. So it's a challenge, especially when, you're, when you don't really care in your heart. You're just being obedient, which is good. I'm, it's, it's a good thing to be obedient. But when you're obedient with a passion, I guess, is, is the difference. It makes it so much more natural and so much easier. I encourage you to pray deeply. Pray to God to give you that passion and compassion in your heart. Pray to give you that hurt for the lost, for the people that don't have the amazing blessing that you have. Pray to God to give you that need and that desire in your heart, and he will give it to you, and it will make your evangelizing efforts so much more natural. And I would suggest that it would also make your opportunities greater as well, because your heart will be looking for the lost. Your heart will be craving to find the lost so that you may share this wonderful story of the gospel of Jesus. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program, and please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.